Hi, I'm Debbie Allen, and you're listening to Speakers on Speaking. At that point, it was like I didn't have the skill. I just had more of the passion and the knowledge, and I wanted to share it. You're not going to make any money. You're not going to survive in this business if you don't get a really strong brand foundation. The thing is, you can have the most brilliant, beautiful speakers. If they can't market themselves or run a business, they're not going to be successful either. And when you connect your heart with the business part of it, you'll even make more money and opportunities will become more abundant to you. Welcome to Speakers on Speaking, a podcast for aspiring speakers looking to learn from today's professional speakers in the speaking business. And on today's show, we have Debbie Allen. So get ready to listen, learn, and launch your speaking career on Speakers on Speaking. Welcome to another episode of Speakers on Speaking. I am your host, Antoine Lincoln, the aspiring speaker. And today's guest is none other than Debbie Allen. Not the Debbie Allen, the dancer, the actress, the singer, but Debbie Allen, the brand expert, the speaker's brand expert. And she's here to help us understand how she got into the business of speaking. And more importantly, how do we brand ourselves as a speaker? Because with so many speakers out there, it is hard to get noticed. And Debbie Allen's here to kind of talk to us a little bit about what it is to be a speaker who has a brand, but more importantly, how we can put that into motion. So are you ready to listen to this awesome interview? Are you ready to learn from this awesome interview? To do that, like always, log on to speakersonspeaking.com. Click on Debbie Allen's speaker page, and there you'll find the SOS support section where you'll see the show notes for this show and the resources that she talks about on this show. So let's get ready to listen. Let's get ready to learn. Let's get ready to launch on Speakers on Speaking. You're going to love this show. Well, Speakers and Speaking community, we're excited to have Debbie Allen here. She is going to provide some insight to really how to brand ourselves as speakers. So, Debbie, how did you get into speaking? Great question. Everybody want to know that. I, I love to hear that, too, when I talk to the speakers, <laughs> because there's so many ways of doing this business, you know, and it usually comes through, you know, sometimes an accident, sometimes you're very strategic coming into it. Well, I got into it 20 years ago, and I didn't know that there was such a thing as paid professional speaking at all. Um, I got into it because I was a very successful entrepreneur, self-made millionaire at early age, built and sold numerous different types of businesses. Um, and then the last uh, business before I got into speaking was I had spent 15 years in building and selling retail stores, women's clothing stores. And I got into that by buying you know, a little store from my mom that lost money for six years and uh, had no direction, found mentors very early on uh, at about age uh, 30. Then when I got that store and those mentors just helped me blow that business up, you know, from like just totally nothing to, you know, multiple millions. And so I, you know, I learned so much from them. And as I was building and selling those stores, because I was I always thought of it like an entrepreneur, build to sell. And and after, you know, down the line that many years, I'm like, okay, I don't want to open up any more stores. I don't want to do this anymore. I'd sure love to help people learn what I have because I've had mentors in my life and I want to turn around and be help other people. You know, I didn't think about being mentored then. I didn't think about, you know, consult, being a consultant. I, I just did it because I wanted to.
to help people be successful, especially small independent businesses, which I love because that's near and dear to my heart. And so I just was at a show one time and I asked one of my sales reps, I said, uh, you know, well, what do you think about seminars? Somebody should be teaching these people what to do here. I mean, they're, they're coming here and they're spending their money and they're, they have their business going, but I, I know the majority of them are not business savvy. They don't have any marketing expertise. And I'd sure love to share that and, and learn, even learn from other people. I said, they don't have those here. I said, yeah, I'd love to be able to speak and share some of the tips that I have, just give back. So you didn't start off as a speaker. You actually transitioned into it from a previous career. Exactly. So that's a really good way to come into it. A lot of people think, oh, what do you want to speak on? Well, what do you know? <laughs> What's your skill set? What's your right. background? So, and seminars was your on-ramp into the speaking platform. Yeah, well, you know, got into association work early on and then niched within the retail industry. That was where uh, I started. So, you know, just basically okay. talked to somebody from a show. Then I got a seminar from, you know, from that show. They had never done seminars. And then it was one of the first women speakers in the retail industry that actually launched their seminar business. Awesome. And, you know, I told them, I'll, I'll pack the room. I'll prove to you that people need this. And <laughs> I had no idea how to do that. <laughs> you know, you, you are you sound like you are that person who will get it done. Before we get started into more of this interview, I want to I want to know why would you agree to this interview? Because. I'm looking at your website. If you don't know, DebbieAllen.com is her website. But I'm looking at your website, and you are a busy person. You're doing a whole lot for the for your industry. But why would you spend some time with us on SpeakersOnSpeaking.com? Well, I didn't know you before you reached out to me. Um, yes, that's true. <laughs> it wasn't like I did it because I know you. Uh, yeah, I am really busy. Why I say yes is because... Uh, one, I, I really like the brand. I really, another, you know, I thought the title was good and I thought your direction, what you're going to do was good. And, uh, another thing that I do is give back is give back to the speaking community. You know, I think I've been very blessed. I've been doing this business for over 20 years and being very successful at it to now give back. So I speak at a lot of the national and international chapters of professional speakers and so, you know, again, it just fit where I want to give back. And, and so that's why I said yes um, to the interview. Well, thank you very much. And that's very, very, very gracious of you. We, we definitely appreciate when the experts come and talk to the aspiring speakers who see greatness in front of them. But we just don't know how to get there. And, and I'm, 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 my goal for this interview is to crack the Debbie Allen DNA to see, okay, is there something that we can do in our aspiring speaking career to, to get closer to where you are, which is being a successful speaker? So thank you again. So my question now is, um, out of all the careers to have, and you're, you're an expert in branding, you're a business person, you can, you can be a CEO. Why speaking? Oh, speaking is the is the skill that makes you money. <laughs> it's like it's the, <laughs> one of the most beautiful skills anybody can have. Well, they always say you know public speaking ranks over the fear of drowning or one of the high. That's what they say. Right? <laughs> uh, and so the thing is that, that already it positions you above most people. When you can speak on a topic you're passionate about and you have wisdom on, uh, you aren't. You do. You can't have the opportunity to inspire other people. And also, you position yourself at a higher level automatically just because you're getting out there at the front of the room and sitting in the chairs with everybody else. 
I mean, wouldn't you rather go to a networking event where you're the person in the front of the room and everybody comes to versus trying to push your cards on everybody and, you know, tell them what you do one by one? That's a pretty tough way of doing business, you know? So it only makes sense. And then the skill of speaking can help you sell better, uh, get better, stronger alliances. I mean, there's a ton of different ways you can use speaking to make money, create product, uh, you know, write a book on your topics. I mean, it it expands so far beyond just standing up and speaking in front of an audience. Now, when you started off speaking, did you said you start off with seminars, but did you start to look at the speaking industry from the standpoint of there are multiple streams of income? I don't have to be just a platform speaker. Uh, well, it took me a while to figure that one out, Antoine. <laughs> so the people that are listening to you right now, I'll tell you this, and this is what I speak at chapters and I teach as different everybody else. I I, you know, I tell you like it is how, you know, if I could shorten the learning curve, uh, you know, learning the speaking business as a paid professional speaker is where I went. Okay. So that's the direction I went, joined National Speakers Association over 20 years ago, still a member, um, and, and then stayed on that path for a good 12 years or so. Um, I basically had one stream of income from that business. I mean, luckily I had other streams of income. I had real estate, um, stock market, other things I was doing. But again, in, during the crash, the, the, the big, big economic crash in the U.S., 50% of the speaking businesses went, speaking opportunities went away. So that's I, I started doing international. Um, I also realized, you know, throughout this process, of speaking, I need to continually keep reinventing myself to stay at the top of my game. So I started out as an association speaker, mostly doing breakouts. So they would choose between which topics they want to see. Then I wanted to do keynote. Well, I had to reinvent myself to move away from retail to do keynote. Then I had built a really strong keynote business, but it kept me in a box of just a speaker. So I had to reinvent myself again. Um, so that's when I look at when I'm working with somebody that wants to become an expert, I go, let's look at all the streams of income first. So you don't put yourself in a box. One of the streams of income is going to be speaking. Um, And then we break it into two categories. There's speaking to get paid. And then there's speaking that while you're educating people to sell and you waive your fee. Now, most new speakers will have to go out and speak quite a few times before they get paid. So the typical NSA model, although I love them, is basically go out and speak until you're really good and then someone will pay you. Well, that's a heck of a lot of work to do. It's a whole lot of work. Right. And I know some speakers have said they've spoken 50 times, 100 times before they they got paid. I mean, I got paid the second time I went out. Now, how many how many dates do you book in a a calendar year? Well, I used to book, you know, 75 uh, gigs a year. Because uh, that was paid, you know, just mostly all coming from paid professional speaking. Um, and, and just give me, a, I'm going to give you a roundabout because we're not talking, we can talk numbers here just to give people ideas. So, you know, 75, 75, 50, 75 gigs a year, high paid keynote at that point. I was the one of the top probably one to three percent of paid professional women speakers worldwide. Uh, and still at the, you know, I, I reached a peak where I was like at about, a, you know, a quarter of a million a year. I went, there's more than this, right? There's more than me just going from gig to gig. I'm making a quarter million. I want to do more. I'm See, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm like, okay, I got to get more than this, right? Wait, so let's let's go back. So when you're at the peak of your game making a quarter of a million, which is $250,000, yes. 50 to 75 gigs, you, you sat back, did some reflective thinking, and said, 
not, I'm at the top of my game, let's ride this out. You said there's more to this. What does that mean? Okay, so more to that was that's when I started learning, uh, Antoine, about the, you know, multiple streams. Because it's like, okay, what if I can't keep going from gig to gig and keep speaking? What if something happens to me? What other ways can I create other streams of income? Or I'm not uh, like a, what we call a road warrior on the road, continually just speaking a talking head. Uh, so it took me a long time to figure that out. So as new speakers, I teach them how to become good speakers, but to educate people and then offer something at the end in a soft sell so that they can walk away with money versus trying to go for the paycheck up front. Because, you know, you have to be really good to get paid. And most new speakers are not really good. They might think they are. And that's. Hey, 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 slow. Hey, that, that, that hurt. That, that, Debbie, that hurt me personally. You know, it's like, it, it is uh, because I want you to make money in this business. You know, the average paid professional speaker makes about $45,000 a year. And if that's all you aspire to do and that's the only stream of income you want, that's okay. And get good at it and keep doing it. But most people aspire to do more than that. And that's where I teach is at a higher level. People say, okay, I want to make a lot more money than that. Uh, I want to have a lot more opportunity than that. And how can I do that? So it sounds like you definitely your longevity in terms of your 20 years of speaking is not just based on being a platform speaker. You're looking at how do I build a business around your expertise? And your expertise happens to be branding, correct? Well, I'm a business and brand strategist. I, I, you know, I'm, not a, I'm not a trained branding professional. I'm a business strategist. And one of the things you need to do to create good uh, business strategy is to have a foundation. And you do that through branding. And that's why I've you know, connected the two together. I have a branding company um, that you know, I have people that outsource those things too. I'm more of the business strategist that takes people in the direction. And then we fill in all the pieces. So let's go to that moment where you had that, that SOS moment, that, that, that moment that you said, I am helping someone. Take me back to that time when you finally realized that what I'm doing, the time invested in the 50 to 75 speeches annually, the seminars, when did you finally say the work that I'm doing, the, the, the content that I'm providing and the, and the relationships that I'm building, when did you fig- figure out that I'm helping someone? Well, there's two, two answers to that. I felt that way from my very first speech. Uh, that I, what does that feel like? Um, and that's why I say I wasn't a good speaker. That's why you said most speakers aren't good speakers. Because at that point, it was like I didn't have the skill. I just had more of the passion and the knowledge, and I wanted to share it that way, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, basically, uh, I got out there and put myself out there. Was I, I was probably a very serious, I know, I was a very serious business speaker, gave people some stuff, you know, they walked away with some things they can use based upon what and had worked for me. Uh, pretty much stayed like kind of that serious business pe- speaker for uh, probably, I mean, it seems kind of crazy when I think about it, but Antoine, I think it was probably six years before I had a new shift. I mean, I think six years. Okay. So I'm, I'm yeah, so I created a business about it. I'm getting booked. I got a great topic. I got a great niche. I get, I'm getting booked. I know how to market. I know how to get myself booked. That I can do. I mean, I'm more brilliant at that probably than I was a, 
uh, brilliant at speaking. And so the thing is, you can have the most brilliant, beautiful speakers. If they can't market themselves or run a business, they're not going to be successful either. So my biggest skill was I was a really strong business person. Um, so then what shifted about six years into it, I finally relaxed and said, <laughs> I don't, I don't, I'm just going to be myself. I'm just going to be myself and I'm not going to worry about it being this way or that way, this professional, it was going to be professional, but it was like, I'm going to speak from my heart and my mind together. I think that was what the connection is that finally, you know, six years into it, just speaking business, I connected my heart. And I think that was like the piece I was always speaking and people are saying, you're great, all this stuff. Uh, but I remember hiring a coach and I'll tell you exactly who it was. Uh, Cause I remember the day she told me this and I said, I'm thinking to myself, you're crazy. Uh, it was Barbara DeAngelis. And I followed her as a, a business coach for many years, read every one of her books. I think she's, you know, she's brilliant. And, and so when I worked with her the very first time in a personal uh, coaching program, she said to me, you're missing something from your speech. I said, no, I'm, how can I be missing anything, Barbara? I said, my, my career is really good. I'm making a lot of money. I mean, I'm booked all the time. And what do you mean I'm missing something, you know? Uh, and she said, there's something missing. You haven't really connected to your message. I said, well, you know, I'm a business speaker. No, you haven't connected to your message or something missing. You haven't put your heart into it, have you? I'm like, so I analyzed that. You know, first I thought, what's a heart got to do with the business, all this? And so when she gave me that awareness, I started really connecting to be more vulnerable, being more real to this even a business audience. And I had more fun. I had a different type of connection that got me from being, you know, this bored entrepreneur that's like, when I reach this thing, what's the next thing? It almost took on a new life of my speaking business. So with Barbara DeAngelis, and she is a phenomenal um, author, Yeah, she tapped into your ego because when you said, no, I'm not, was that a hard place to be with your expertise, having someone be critical of your your performance if you will well it was the reality it was the it was it was awesome it was worth everything it paid her did you did you fight her at first because again speakers I doubted are, it. I doubted i'm it. sorry you know i just doubted okay. it like i just thought i was there where did that right? doubt come from because i was successful in the business and okay it was working so i didn't think why do i have to connect with the heart i'm not i'm not teaching personal development here i'm teaching business so you so so you were looking at your numbers, and your numbers reflected how successful you were or at were at that time. But Bar Barbara DeAngelis says, when listening to your speech, there's more to your speech than what you're seeing. And when you connect your heart with the business part of it, you'll even make more money, and opportunities will become more abundant to you. And she was totally right on. It, it took me a while to embrace that. And then when I started paying attention, and I shifted it. Mm-hmm. And I think it gave me permission to say, you know what, you can just do your own thing. And I think that's probably why I, I, I then started getting in, my, in the event business, uh, putting on my own events. Because then I could say it any way the hell I wanted to from stage. I could do it any way that I wanted to do it. I didn't have to work in a corporate box or anything because that doesn't fit me very well, obviously. Um, and and so then, you know, the, the event business, um, you know, really started taking off and I've learned you know, that is another stream of income. And I've been doing events now for 10 years. Awesome. But you, you definitely attribute your success to your coach. 
Oh, yeah. And she just one of many coaches. I mean, right. I've worked, I have never attended a day of college, Antoine. I have never applied for a J-O-B in my life. I have to spell it. I'm really disappointed in you, Debbie. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I, I never used to say that at first because I thought that would decrease my credibility of, but you know what? I, I like what you just When I clicked and I started, you know, that after that six year mark, started telling people like it is, hey, I'm from Gary, Indiana. That's a rough place to grow up. You know what? And you know what? I have never had a day of college. I didn't know. I didn't think I knew anything. I'm a self-made uh, grassroots entrepreneur. Say it like it is. And I decided I'm going to be myself. And that really is when my, I, I really uh, kind of got into my zone. And this is this is this is really important. Like when you're in your zone, you know it and, and you can't really describe it to somebody. Um and then I've been in my zone a number of times and then the zone kind of becomes like, doesn't feel like the zone anymore because you've outgrown it or want to expand from it by all the learning or expansion you've done. Um, and I think that I'm probably in the best zone right now that I've ever been in over 20 years of speaking. So it's getting better with time. It sounds like. Yeah. It just keeps getting better with time. Wow. So let's go into your expertise. So you are a business and brand strategist. Speakers are speakers. How important is it for a speaker to identify themselves with a brand as opposed to just being a speaker in terms of their business? Critical. You're not going to make any money. You're not going to survive in this business if you don't get a really strong brand foundation. You can't even say I'm a sales and marketing expert. You got to say I'm you know sales or your marketing. Then you pick one path. Then you go deeper in that path. Okay, let's say you pick sales. What is your uniqueness in sales? All, all the other people that speak on sales. What is the thing that you teach mindset? That you teach a belief system? I mean, you got to go deeper and deeper and deeper. And so when you get that really defined, where people go, oh, somebody talks about, it, they go, oh, they think of your name automatically. So when they think about people teaching people how to become experts, they think about me. In fact, my personal brand, which is called the expert of experts, came from my clients calling me that over and over again. So when it comes that it's like it's a stick thing, you've got to have that thing, you know, to really and, and a lot of speakers can't figure that out to begin with, because that's true. They just want to speak and they're, you know, that's why you have to work with somebody to help you define it. Otherwise, you could not only waste years trying to figure it out on your own can't imagine how much money that you've lost because you didn't figure it out to begin with yeah that was that that one hurt right there what you just said it hurt me personally <laughs> i mean I, i'll be totally honest with you. I, mean, <laughs> I think that's i mean that's one of the challenges that aspiring speakers have they see awesome speakers like yourself debbie allen they see les brown zig ziglar they hear a lot from zig ziglar in terms of anthony robbins and they want or toastmaster you want to get on that stage you want to you want to share your your story but people want more than just your story and you're right it is a business and it sounds like you've really narrowed down your speaking platform to a brand and i think that's critical right the stories are just like uh, the icing on the cake okay so if you want to write a speech you think about what three things can i teach Right. I want them to walk away with three things. They can, I can teach them, give them some ideas to implement. So you, then you, you add in between those just three things. It might be more than that, depending on how long you're speaking. You put it in the you put in some more icing, you know, put the stories in that cover the points that are teaching points and you weave it all in. Uh, you know, every part of a speech is, is really systemized and you systemize a 
keynote speech differently than you systemize a breakout speech. You definitely systemize a speech that is going to have an opportunity to sell at the end, completely different, completely different structure than a, a keynote. So they're all different. Um, so when, you know, speaking is just one skill and then you learn how to speak um, to sell, you know, or educate to sell, I call it, that's a completely different skill set. Uh, and I have, I have clients, speakers that come to me that have been in the business as long, um, well, you mentioned Cheryl Rouse, 17 years in the business. Uh, you know, another one of my clients, uh, Norm Hall, he's been in the business 35 years, uh, never knew how to educate to sell, only knew how to become a good speaker uh, as they've all gone through my training. Because um, they now it's, they realize I want to learn that skill too. I mean, I'm leaving a lot of money on the table by being able being able to say no. I have to say no to the people that don't have my budget to pay me. But I could have said yes, and then made an offer in the back of the room would make me maybe even ten times more than what my fee was. Okay. So, and looking at a brand for a speaker, how does one create a brand online? Or offline, what would you say would be the top three things that a aspiring speaker would have to consider or do to say, okay, this is my brand online or offline? Well, I'll get a good example of one of my clients who just started with this morning. So, uh, and I'm gonna let me get her file. I'm gonna look at it right now to give you the exact example so I can walk you through it. Okay, so Christina is. Um, She's got herself positioned as a like a life coach, empowered life coach and life skills, way general, like way too many of those now. Yeah. Uh, and then it's not really what she does. When I dug in there, I found out what she really does is different than other life coaches is that she helps people through emotional trauma. And the type of clients she has that have emotional trauma through, you know, DNA all the way back from childhood, you know beliefs and issues, uh, people that have been through uh, habitual problems with alcohol and, and drugs, uh, people with uh, bipolar, people that are depressed. I mean, very specific, but she's not a therapist. She's a coach. And she's discovered a specific way and a system to help them through that. Okay. And so the thing is that she had a very limited amount of success for a while. And so what we needed to do is go deeper. I had to find a way, where were people looking for? So I'm looking at her stuff and I'm going on, go, uh, on Google and I'm looking, what will people look in to find you? They're not looking under life coach empowerment. They're looking for emotional uh, trauma, you know, and things like that. And so we had, to, we had to turn it around where people could find her easier. So she was open to renaming her business. And when we rename a business, one, a domain has to be available. So the first thing is, is when you brand is you've got to go find, go do a search on Google, make sure people are actually looking for it. The second thing would be make sure that you can find a .com that's available around it. Now, for as a speaker, we usually want to be authors. If there, maybe that's something around that same name or brand you're going to write a book on, you need to grab that domain. If you're going to do your own workshop on it, you need to grab that. I mean, everything you can around the the domains as many as you can so when you expand upon your business you've got all those domains locked in now you think that i, I didn't start the highly paid expert till i locked in every domain you could think of around it dozens of domains so that i could saturate it when i blew it out there and that's a lot of times people will speakers will write a book before 
they even have a marketing plan or their brand in place, which is a total waste of time because it's you've got it. the only reason you want the book is to market the speaking business or the consulting programs or whatever you're doing. So when you give case studies and stories and you seed all that in, it works beautifully. So I think Antoine, you found me by reading my book, right? I definitely found you by doing a Google search and doing everything that you said to do. And then from there, I delve a little deeper and you educated me from your, your seminars and, and, and your relationships with people that I know. So I found you through your book. Obviously, I want to be an expert in, in, in the platform in which I, I speak on. But there are just so, you had a lot of different nodes in which led me to who you are and what you can do. Right. I'm not trying to be everything to everybody. You know, I started out in the business. I was a I was a marketing speaker, and uh, and then I got into sales because I had a, a New York agent wanted me to write a book on sales. So then I became a sales and marketing expert, which really just you know liquefied my brand. Yes, I got business for speaking, but it, my brand got weaker. So I went, okay, I got to go back to reinvent. I got to get something that I own, something people remember me by, and my brand through a number of reinventions. Once you get that, boy, you go okay. fast. You go, you go fast. Like uh, a year, you know, many years ago when I launched from association work to main platform work, the the book I had that launched um, was the Confessions of Shameless Self Promoters, <laughs> which was later picked up by a major publisher and it got me a ton of business. But it put me in one box. You know, shameless self promotion. I did. I mean, a ton of radio interviews. Um, got tons of speaking engagements from it. But I had myself in a box. I couldn't do consulting around it. Um, there wasn't really another product I really could create from it. I had created a, you know, like a chicken soup series of it, mm-hmm. uh, with other books, but I kind of was like, I had to get, re- I had to reinvent again cause I, I positioned myself so well, but in a box. So that's the other part of the brand is think about where you want to be in one year from now. And then let's, you know, then create all the streams of income around that and then build a brand that fits into that versus, you know. I did it the hard way and I got stuck. Everything I teach, Antoine, I'm sure that the same thing will be for you. Everything you teach, everything you learn is usually what we've done wrong or that we need to learn more about ourselves or we've gone through the experience and we want to help shorten the learning curve for people. Right. So the question that I have for you in terms of being an aspiring speaker, how does one become an expert with little to no experience? Well, I think if you look at your skill sets, what you have just, you know, growing up or whatever it is, uh, you have some kind of wisdom or knowledge or differentiation in your life that you can teach other people. I mean, everybody has that because just based on personal experiences, uh, I'm proof you don't have to have the college degree. And it really helps people when I say that because they go, oh, okay, I can get rid of that excuse then, right? Right. Um, So it isn't about degrees or credentials. That actually can be part of it, but it doesn't have to be. Um, mine came from experiences and, um, so you can teach upon that. And, and so my clients, I have clients that come to me, I have a flight attendant working with me right now. She's a flight attendant and she does some other stuff and she wanted to create a business. She didn't even know what she wanted to do. No idea. No idea. And based on what her skills are and her direction and all the stuff that she is really wise on, I actually did kind of, I pushed her into more of the life, uh, personal life development. Um, and her thing is living a dream, you know, living your uh, dream life. And uh, so, you know, everything just kind of fit and fell into place. But she had no experience. She's not a coach, a uh, trained coach. 
have to be a trained coach to really help people uh, mm-hmm. or speak on the topic. You have to be passionate about it and have something to speak on that's different and, uh, you know, start from there and then creating a brand around it that fits. And so you definitely did that because I like what you said. I had no formal education, but you had a lot of grit. You, you did a lot of things that really helped the industry see you as an expert. Definitely. That's awesome. So the question that let's kind of go into your book. And if you don't know anything about Debbie's book, Debbie's book is on Amazon.com. It's highly the highly paid expert. One of your chapters in your book, how does one turn their passion into big money? So how does one turn their passion into big money? <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me give you that in 60 seconds or less. <laughs> um, well, um, you know, basically the thing that shifts from speakers that just have the passion. Okay, now we're talking like what we said, average $45,000 a year. Okay, to the ones that still have the passion but make big money. Uh, so you don't have to give that up, which is which is really awesome. You got the passion to make big money too. Uh, I think that you, if you don't have business background behind you, you cannot survive with passion alone, unless you're that one percent uh, of speakers that I call kind of freaks of, <laughs> kind of like a freak of nature that you're just so freaking talented and brilliant that you rise amongst the top. And you, you know, even though you really didn't know where you were going, there's, it's a very small percentage. The rest of us need a direction, you know, business direction, marketing direction, branding direction to get there. It's just business, you know, speaking is business. And if you're serious about turning it into a business, there's so many ways to make big money Hmm. as a speaker, but you not, not necessarily as a speaker to use speaking at the speaking skill set to make money. Uh, Books, products, your own events, consulting, coaching, uh, multiple streams. Awesome. Awesome. So let's talk about selling. What's what's the relationship between speaking and selling? It kind of goes into your wheelhouse because I think you have a seminar where you kind of help people come to that understanding that there possibly is a difference. Yeah, I do highpaidspeakertraining.com. You can get there from my Debbie Allen site. Uh, those sell out really fast because my clients usually take those uh, those spots because they're they're small they're small uh, groups where I actually work individually in small groups of people and teach them the system of selling, which is you know you can't just sit in a seminar or take some notes and say I got it. Oh yeah, there's some seating you're supposed to do. Throw a case study in there. Do that. I've taken everybody's classes and the only way I learned is by somebody hand walking me through every single one of my slides and say, say, okay, when you get to here, this would be a good thing to say. Okay. And shift here and make it look. So I walk through the slide. I mean, you're actually speaking at the event and then I go and I critique every single one of your slides and help you through the process, help you with the offer and the close. So it feels real, it feels natural. Um, and so the part that's different is the entire the entire speech is built around the close because if you're speaking to close, or I call it educate to sell, is you have to build the offer first and then structure your presentation around it after that. So we're completely okay. backwards. 
most speakers are just, well, you're just writing a speech and go plug in, here's some points, here's my keynote opening, my signature opening, here's my, and no, it, you, you, it's completely different structure than that. So, you know, people can learn that. They don't even have to be good speakers to learn this. So the, that's the thing, Antoine, is like, you see speakers, and I was seeing this. So I had all these years of experience, and I was going to these events where I'm seeing these speakers who are not good, selling from stage, so I'm not even ethical. And, and the people are in the back of the room throwing them thousands of dollars. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> Scratching my head going, I'm really good. And I'm taking all these people I've hired to be good on the platform. And they're making, you know, a whole lot more money than me. What's What but am what I missing if, here, you know? So if I'm good on the platform and good at selling. But what if, wow, but what if you're not you know? good at selling? What if, what if, you're, what if you're just not good at Because selling takes a very – selling is – interesting you you definitely have to be a type of person to say i'm a salesperson and that i guess that's what you are from the from the platform if you are if you have products oh, not necessarily you are educate me then yeah you are an expert who educates people right you're an expert who speaks professionally okay and as an expert you teach you you uh, help people you educate them and because you educate them so well and you show them the benefits of an opportunity to work with you further in a very soft close easy it is not salesy it does not feel like you're selling it feels like you're really going to help people and now this is how i look at antoine so when i do my own event if i'm you know doing a workshop and i'm gonna make an offer then I look out in that audience and I get so excited inside. I mean, that's my favorite thing. And it never used to be. Of course, I hated it at first. I was bad at it at first because I didn't know how to do it. And, and now I look at them and I go, I think of all the people that I've helped and the lives that I've shifted by helping them learn the business. And I go right to my heart place. Mm. And it is not ever feel salesy because I, I can't wait to get people on board. And I think of the, my clients, my personal clients, as my business family. I take them very seriously. Like they're my business and they are part of my family. And so I put myself there. When I go into the transition of making an offer, I've been educating and I go into that offer. And, I'm, and when I'm in that offer, I'm still really educating because I'm educating them how by having the opportunity to work with me, they can expand their business beyond, way beyond what they could do alone. And I'm going to hold their hand the whole process, get them through a proven system, and then I walk them through the process. Now, think about it this way, Antoine. If you go up and you speak, and I did this, and the thing that, that really felt kind of empty, get up there, 2,000 people in the room, standing ovation on a keynote, yay! Doesn't <laughs> that feel great? Okay. Feels awesome. Feels awesome at the time. <laughs> right. But I would go back to my room and order room service because I'm at this convention. I'm the big keynote speaker, right? I don't want to be seen in the coffee shop or down there. You know, it's then I'm kind of you leave the stage and you're lonely. <laughs> you know, <laughs> this is me traveling the world, 28 countries right myself, right? Right. Um, so there's something missing here. And the piece that was missing is I can't help them beyond that. I did a 60-minute keynote, 90-minute keynote. I left. Hopefully they took some advice and maybe they went and got my book. That's it. People that I work with personally in a coaching, a program that I have to sell, I now take them. I take them and change their lives. Right. I'm part of that. 
Um, and I never wanted to be a coach or consultant, to be honest with you. When I started my speaking business, I'm like, hey, I'm making big money from the stage. I go in, I speak, I'm done. That's it. I don't want to work with these people, right? Right. And, and now it's it's completely shifted. I use speaking to get consulting business. It's completely shifted. Wow. But so you can use both. I mean, there's not one right or wrong with other. I want people just to have the skill because, Antoine, if you – what is your number one thing that you could ben- you can have people benefit from working with you? Number one thing. Right now? Yeah. You know, the number one thing that I normally say for as, as my platform is I am good at helping people craft a speech. So okay. that, that's the number one thing that I say I can help you do. Okay. So they don't necessarily care about the crafting of the speech. They care about when they have the speech that's crafted professionally, that that will make them feel more persuasive, connect with their audience better. They like the benefits of it. So that's what we got to get. We got to go around the corner. We got to get to the benefit message of it. Okay. So let's just say you got up there, you did a beautiful job. People loved you. You're like, and they're all sitting in every single speaker, even if they're not even good, there's somebody in the audience going, wow. They were such a great speaker. Oh my God, I love them. I, I, you know, they inspired me so much. I wish I was like them. I wish I knew how to do that. I wish I was brave enough to do that. And so the thing is that without letting, allowing people to work with you or make an offer or an opportunity, you're not only ripping yourself off and making more money, you're ripping off that possible prospect that you can help. Because my goal is to help more people. Right. I can help them with a 45 minutes, 90 minute keynote, but not for very long. I mean, right. motivation is fleeting, right? Business <laughs> skills, I don't know. I'm not there to <laughs> hold their hand. So I just, I just aspire to just see the results, I guess, you know, I mean, wow. both are good. I still, I still like to do keynotes and have that feeling that feels great and power a large audience, but it, I don't do, I guess I, I, like you said, I don't, I don't do it for the ego anymore. I don't do it for that reason. I don't do it for that feel good. I do it now to make a difference. So that's, that's, that's good. That's, and that's really the SOS moment where you can say, you know, I'm, I'm up here because I can make a difference. I can change someone's life, life. You've been in speaking for 20 years, 20 plus years. And it's very evident that you have a depth of knowledge of how to get an inspiring speaker to the next level. So with that, with that understanding, where do you think the, what are your thoughts about the speaking industry and how can it, how can an inspiring speaker take advantage of that? Well, the whole speaking industry that I knew 20 years ago doesn't exist anymore. It's completely different. And anybody who's been in the business a long time will tell you it probably won't ever be that way again. Um, I think probably there just wasn't as many speakers back then. Uh, it was easier to get booked. You didn't have to have a brand as much. Uh, not as many people have websites up. Uh, speaking industry has expanded. There's other people that are experts now that are coming into it. So a lot more people getting into speaking business. So it's a little tougher. Um, so, you know, maybe, you know, there's a lot more competition than it was. Uh, you know, I let people say that, you know, the, the paid, you know, the speaking from the platform is going to start going away because there's so much online. Of course, once more people start doing webinars and podcasts and things, everybody said, oh, the whole industry is going to change. Well, never will. There's nothing like being in a live event and seeing a speaker there that touches you with your heart and their words and being there in their presence. Nothing will ever replace that. Never. But will it be harder because of the competition and they don't have as big of budgets for it? Yeah. But when you're good and you have something that's different, a different message uh, that is really needed in the marketplace, there will always be an opportunity for you. Wow. 
Well, Debbie, this has been an awesome interview with you because I can't tell you how how many wows you gave me as an aspiring speaker. And I want to thank you for for your time. And I know your time is valuable. What you've provided us on speakersonspeaking.com has just shifted my thinking. Are there any parting words that you want to give us, the aspiring speaker? I believe that having the skill of speaking is one of the most powerful communication school skills that you can have in life. Uh, and there, again, it sets you apart from everybody else. So uh, I love that everybody that's listening to this is interested in being part of being in speaking business. Um, it is just an amazing industry. And, and we're, you know, where can you go show up and get applause to showing up for work? Where can you, you know, that it's, it's pretty amazing. I mean, and it's not just the applause and the applause comes, the applause comes in money. The applause comes in, in helping people, inspiring people. Um, making a difference. And, and, and my, my last message I will leave you is with uh, live your legacy. Don't leave it. And you leave it from the words you share from the platform. Live your legacy. Yes. Yes. I love that. So how can anyone from the speaker on speaking community get in touch with you if they want to learn more about you and your resources? For it's the not if speaker? it's when, <laughs> Oh, uh, they that. go to DebbieAllen.com, D-E-B-B-I-E-A-L-L-E-N.com. No, I'm not the dancer from fame. I'm, I'm the other. So this Debbie Allen, also known as the expert of experts. Um, so what I would uh, have you do when you go to the website, definitely sign up for the, the free gifts there. Uh, that is a mini version of my highly paid expert book that will give you a guideline of the multiple streams of income and some of the tips I talked about. That's awesome. And there's an audio in there that you can listen to. And then I do webinars, free webinars on a regular basis. You get invited to those. So definitely do that. That's a great starting point. And then the next starting point would be if you're serious about making this business of speaking as an expert, then come to one of my workshops. I do those twice a year called the Highly Paid Workshop. And uh, you'll learn more about that through my event page there. Thank you so much for being a part of Speakers on Speaking podcast. And I look forward to connecting with you real soon. Okay, great. Look forward to seeing you at the event. To be seen, you've got to be seen amongst other speakers who may have the same voice as you, but may not have the same brand as you. And that's what Debbie Allen expertise is all about. Finding that brand in you, finding that unique voice. And if you can do that, if you can brand yourself, you're one step ready to launching your speaking career. So I challenge you to find your brand, to define who you are as a speaker. That's my biggest challenge right now. How do I define my brand? How do I define me? How do I get noticed amongst thousands of speakers out there doing exactly the same thing that I'm doing? Answering questions like that is exactly what this show, Speakers on Speaking, is all about. So our next show, we're going to talk a little bit more about where we're going with this show. I think we've got enough underneath our belt to say, here's where we're going with this show. So we've got more professional speakers who are going to help us with branding, who's going to help us with marketing, who's going to help us overcome the fear that you may have even as a professional speaker on stage. But more importantly, we're going to have opportunities to kind of slow down and learn. Because again, this is not just about listening to awesome speakers, to awesome professional speakers. But this is also about learning from professional speakers. And to learn, you've got to be able to stop, process, and then implement. 
we're going to start doing a deep dive into a lot of the information that has been shared with the guests from episodes past, but also guests that you haven't even heard yet. So until next time, listen, learn, and launch your speaking career.